From Hollywood, California, the makers of Old Gold Cigarettes present the Comedy Theater. The only radio program that brings you every week the greatest stars in the greatest comedies. Tonight's play is the RKO picture success, Tom, Dick, and Harry, starring June Allison with Bill Williams, Reginald Gardner, and Don Four. And here is the director of the Old Gold Comedy Theater, Mr. Harold Lloyd. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Our play tonight, Tom, Dick, and Harry, is from the RKO production. And from that same RKO lot, we have Mr. Bill Williams, whose work in the RKO picture, Those Endearing Young Charms, caused us to engage him to play Harry. Tom is played by the much-talked-of Paramount player, Don DeFore. Don appears through the courtesy of Hal Wallace Productions and will soon be seen in You Came Along. Dick is portrayed by that veteran scene-stealer, who had uh, more laurels to his career in the 20th Century Fox Technicolor production, The Dolly Sisters. I uh, refer, of course, to the always delightful and droll Reginald Gardner. Now that you've met Tom, Dick, and Harry, meet Jane, played by the fast-rising metro Golden mayor star, Miss June Allison, who, uh, incidentally, continues on her rapid pace to the heights in the soon-to-be-seen metro Golden mayor production, Her Highness... And the bellboy. So, ladies and gentlemen, meet our cast in person. Miss June Allison and the Messrs. DeFore, Gardner, and Williams. <laughs> and now, on with our story, which is the story of three boys, and yet is the story of a girl. <laughs> if that sounds like a paradox, it's because Janie herself is a paradox being a very practical miss and a dreamer, too. At the uh, telephone company switchboard, she dreams by day. I could meet a millionaire, a handsome millionaire, a young millionaire. Number, please. Like they do in the movies, with a home in Florida and a yacht with a mustache and dark eyes. Number, please. And uh, with her boyfriend, Tom, seated on her front porch... She's practical by night. Janie, Janie, I got news for you. Hmm? I closed that Hamilton deal. 30 special sedans. Oh, Tom, that's wonderful. Well, that's nothing. What else do you think? Huh? I got promoted. Again? Yeah. <laughs> and I no sooner closed the deal and Mr. Burton says, Tom, Tom, we're proud to have you with us. And here it comes. What? He says, from now on, you're assistant sales manager. Gee. Well, I kind of think I've done pretty well. You certainly have. And I've done it all for you, Janie. What do you say? What do you want me to say? Oh, <laughs> Janie, don't, don't, don't make out you don't know what I'm talking about. I'm asking you to marry me, will you? Mm, no. No? Yes, no. Well, I don't mean no exactly. I mean no for now. I mean, well, I think I'd better think about it a little bit. Oh, you, you want to marry a rich guy, is that it? If I love him. Oh, but Janie, I'm going to be rich... In another two years, I'm going to have my own agency. Well, Tom, it isn't that. You probably will be rich. And maybe if you aren't, I'll marry you anyway. Well, then what's the trouble? Oh, nothing. I just want to think about it. Well, if you like saying no, why don't you just say no? Because I don't feel like saying no. Well, then why don't you just say yes? 
because I don't feel like... Please, please say yes, Jenny. Oh, I'll work my head off for you. I need you. I love you. I'll do anything for you. You do? I do what? Love me. Oh, why, sure. Didn't I ever tell you? Oh. Oh, well, sure. I love you more than anything. Well, every time I think about you, I... You melt inside like a candy bar? Yeah. Oh. Oh, Jenny. <laughs> you, you've got to say yes. Well, if you don't, I'll... I'll commit suicide. How? What? <laughs> How? How do I know? Say, what are you trying to do? You trying to drive me nuts? I'm asking you to marry me. Well, if you're going to put it like that, all right. You, you mean you will? Yeah. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Jenny, you've made me the happiest girl in the world. Girl? <laughs> I mean, uh, you are. I mean, I am. Oh, I don't know what I mean. Oh, look. I got to get home and get some shut eye. Got to get up early tomorrow for another big deal. I'll sell a million cars for you, Janie. I'll sell a million. See you on Friday? Oh, of course. Boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. And that night, with her head tucked under her pillow, Janie dreamed that she and Tom were married. Sold a million. How? Quick. Where? Here. Good. I'm first assistant to the second assistant to the third assistant, junior sales manager. When? Now? Yes? Sure. We'll have a baby. With chrome bumpers on both ends. Two babies. Fully equipped. Three babies. With special paint jobs. What do we do with all the babies? I can sell them. How? Quick. Where? Here. Good. I'm just promoted. To what? The top. You'll fall. I can't. Why not? I'm stuck. Get loose. I will. I've been promoted. When? Now. How? Quick. To what? I'm chief assistant baby manager. We'll sell a million. Two million. Three million. Sold. I'm president. Of the automobile agency. Nuts. What? Of the United States. <laughs> So ends Act One, and here's Bob Williams with a brief scene from real life. You know, Harold, there's always the poor guy who forgets his keys and is locked out. It's late at night, and he doesn't want to wake up the house. So he tiptoes round and starts to jimmy the window. Just then a cop bellows, Hey, you, what do you think you're doing? Now, that's no time to tangle with the law. Instead, he ought to laugh it off and say, Why be irritated? Light an old gold. Yes, smokers, you'll open the door to comfort and pleasure with a fine cigarette, especially today. But you can't get pleasure if your cigarette is hot, harsh, dry. That's why... To help prevent cigarette dryness, old golds are conditioned with a special moisture-protecting agent made from the juice of fresh apples. We call it apple honey. And listen, Old Gold's magnificent blend of many great tobaccos is enriched with rare, racy Latakia tobacco to give you marvelous extra flavor. Extra flavor plus special protection against cigarette dryness. That's Old Gold. Whenever you can, try a pack. And remember, if you ever get locked out yourself, why be irritated? Light an Old Gold. <laughs> And now back to Harold Lloyd and the second act of tonight's Old Gold Comedy Theater presentation, Tom, Dick, and Harry, starring June Allison with Reginald Gardner, Don DeFore, and Bill Williams. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Yes, Janie dreams dreams, and she wished wishes, and she dreamed about and wished for Dick Hamilton, Jr., 
the town's handsome, young, eligible millionaire who was making a long-distance call to his sweetheart in New York. She just had to tell the operator next to her. I've got Dick Hamilton on the line. He's calling Brenda Whitney in New York. Number, please. So what? When you hear the signal, the time will be 4.13. So what? I thought he was away. He got back yesterday. Did you see him? Number, please. No, but I seen his car, a block long with one of them double-talk foreign names. When you hear the signal, the time will be 4.13 and three quarters. <laughs> Number, please. Wonder what they're saying. Why don't you listen in, you dope? Oh, no, I don't think I'd better. Anyway, I'm engaged to Tom now. You're engaged? Well, say. When you hear the signal, the time will be 4.14. When are you going to get married? Oh, I don't know. I may never get married. Number, please. Say, are you crazy? Something wrong with Tom? Oh, I don't know. I think maybe he gets promoted too much. Well, there's no doubt about it. When you hear the signal, the time will be 4.14 and a half. You're nuts. Number, please. I'm sorry, the lion is busy. And that very evening, while Janie is waiting for a bus, up drives this block-long car with a double-talk foreign name. The uh, handsome young man at the wheel smiles at her, and uh, since she always wanted to meet Dick Hamilton, she opens the door, gets in, and he drives her home. And uh, not only that, he promises to call for her at 8 o'clock, and he does. Janie greets him all decked out in her Sunday best. Hello there. Hello. Where's your car? My car? I don't have any car. Well, weren't you driving down Main Street in that big car today? Yeah, did you think that car was mine? Wasn't it? Oh, I was just delivering it. I'm a mechanic at Slater's Garage. Say, what's your name? Janie. Mine's Harry. How do you do? How do you do? <laughs> I'm going home. Look, why don't we go out anyways? Uh, I'll show you the best time you've ever had in your life on a dollar and eighty cents. Hmm. Tell me, why can't a girl like me marry a millionaire? Too many girls like you and not enough millionaires. Well, that's just like you'd say. Don't try to amount to anything. Don't believe in success. I don't believe in success. Well, how are you going to be happy? By being satisfied with what you have? No, I suppose the answer is to get ahead, all right, but, but without slugging all the time. I believe living with people is better than fighting with them. And I don't believe in every man for himself. I get lonesome. You know what I think? What? I think you're wrong. I've been going with a fellow named Tom, works for Burton Motors selling cars. And he doesn't go around slugging people. And he's going to get someplace, too. And it so happens that I'm even thinking of maybe marrying him, even. Maybe you ought to marry me instead. Why, well, I hardly know you. Janie, if you say yes, I'll promise you you'll never be sorry. Why, I'll take you fishing every day. Uh, I think maybe we ought to know each other better before we discuss this any further. I tell you, I know you now. I think maybe I'm in love with you. You are? I think so. When will you know? If you'll kiss... <laughs> If you'll kiss me, Janie, I'll be able to tell. Well, all right. You hear anything? Yeah. What? Oh, like bells and like... Yeah, what do you suppose that was? Is there a church around here somewhere? No. No? Do you know what it must be? We're in love. Oh, golly. Sure. Well, 
Have you ever heard it before? No. Well, then how do you know that's what it means? It's obvious. Oh, it's obvious. You know what I think? What? I think maybe you better kiss me again. Sure. <laughs> Oh, Janie, you gotta say yes. I can't. You mean on account of Tom. You don't love him. Well, in a way, I do. You don't ring bells with him. Say you'll marry me, Janie. Well, if you really want to consider yourself engaged to me, I guess you can. Oh, Janie, can I maybe see you tomorrow night? I can't. Got a date with Tom, and it wouldn't be very nice All right, I... I'll, I'll call you, huh? All right, call me. Good night, darling. Good night, Harry. <laughs> And that night, with her head tucked under her pillow, Janie this time dreamed that she was married to Harry. Harry? Janie? I'm calling you. Get off the line, please. Why? I have a fish. Which fish? Poor fish. Clean it. Can't. Why? Blew its brains out. Let's have children. Let's have fish. Let's have children. Let's have filling stations. We need money. We need fish. I got it. What? You go to work. Me? You. Why? Well? Heck. Yes? No. Why? Fishing. Now? Always. How? I use block-long cars for bait. We need money. We need fooey. A millionaire. A lot of money. I got the blues. And I've got news. Spill it. I never have to work again. You're rich. You're nuts. Then what? Darling, I've lost my job. And then came Friday night, and Harry walking aimlessly past the Burton Motor Company and saw Tom inside. And Tom saw Harry, and thinking he was a prospect, said, uh, Now take a look at this little car right here. The finest on the market, and only $5.98. Delivered? Well, no, that's FOB Detroit. Oh, FOB. Comes to $7.32, delivered. $7.32. My friend, it's a steal at that price. Yeah, nice bumpers, too. You like those? Well, I could arrange to have a set of them installed for you for just a little extra. A little extra? How much? Well, let me see. That would make it roughly uh, $8.25. $8.25. But that's everything. Oh, you bet that's everything. Well, of course, that doesn't include a radio or heater. No? No. You want a radio and heater? Oh, it's all the same. Well, let me see. That would run you roughly uh, 9.17. That's pretty rough. Well, <laughs> that's everything. And you don't have to pay cash, you know. No? No. We'll be glad to arrange a series of easy payments for you. But doesn't that run into more money? No, you hardly notice it. Well, just for fun, how much? I mean everything. Well, let me see. That uh, will be eight twenty-five, nine seventeen. Payments and carrying charges. Let's see, uh, here we are. The grand total only eleven sixty-four. Eleven sixty-four. That's a pretty good price for a car that sells for five ninety-eight. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. Why don't you let me give you a demonstration right now? Sure. It's Friday night. Great night to relax. I bet you've got a girlfriend, haven't you? Yeah. Well, let's drive out and pick her up, and I'll take you both for a ride. Both of us. Sure, why not? <laughs> that isn't a good idea. Now, look, you let me handle this. Excuse me while I uh, break an appointment. I'll bet your girlfriend will be surprised when we drive up. I'll bet she will. <laughs> and you could bet that she was. But they went through with it. Harry and Janie sat in the back seat, and Tom boiled in the front. On the way to Inspiration Point, the local lover's lane, he found out that Harry didn't have money to buy a scooter, much less a car. So he parked, got out, opened the door, and said... This is as far as we go. This is where I said I'd drive you, and here you are. You mean... Oh, I see. 
Nice work, Tom. Oh, don't mention it. Now, if you'll both just step out. That's it. Anytime you and young lady have nothing better to do, just call me and I'll be glad to drive you anywhere. Good night. I knew this would happen to me. I knew it. I said to myself, I said, Jeannie, I said, before this evening's over, you'll be walking. Oh, no, look, it wasn't my fault. I tried to tell him, but he's a... Hey, we're in luck. There's Dick Hamilton parked over there. In his block-long car. Come on. Hey, Mr. Hamilton! Harry? Uh, hello, Mr. Hamilton. Well, what are you doing out here without a car? Oh, I took a notion. Say, could you, uh, I mean, are you driving back to town? Why, sure. Hop in. Oh, uh, this is Paula. Hello. How do you do? Uh, this is Janie. How do you do? Oh, I'm glad to meet you, Mr. Hamilton. All right back there? Oh, swell. I'm glad to meet you, Mr. Hamilton. Thanks a lot, Mr. Hamilton. That's all right. Good night. Good night. Mr. Hamilton. Yes? I, uh... Oh, what? Well, uh... uh she's glad to meet you, Mr. Hamilton. <laughs> and that night, with her head tucked under the pillow, once again, Janie dreamed. This time that she was married to Dick. I can take it. You're gorgeous. I can take it. You're Mrs. Hamilton. I took it. Number, please. No. Information. No. The time. No, no, no. Yes. Kiss. No. Hug. No. Love. No. Why? No time. Please. Sure. Take my picture. Snap. Pretty. Snap. Gorgeous. Snap. Millionaire. Sap. Who? Me. You. Yes. Why? I've wasted time. Sorry, that number has been changed. To what? To Mrs. Richard Hamilton, Jr. Yes, Janie dreamed again, and at work the next day, she thought she was still dreaming when Dick Hamilton called Brenda Whitney in New York. Because Janie pulled a plug here and pulled a switch there, and before you could say number, please, Brenda thought that Dick had hung up, and Dick thought Brenda had hung up, and he was quite annoyed. I'm sorry, Mr. Hamilton, but your party seems to have hung up again. Would you like to try that number once more? Do you look as good as you sound? You ought to know. Well, uh, why, what do you mean? How come? Remember that party you picked up last night? You mean that lovely little thing that was with Harry? You seem to have the correct number. <laughs> uh, what are your plans for tonight? How would you like to fly to Chicago with me? Chicago? Sure, Chicago. Well, all right. But, gee... Gee what? Gee, I'm glad I met you, Mr. Hamilton. <laughs> so they flew to Chicago, Janie and Dick, and they drank champagne and they danced to sweet music. And after a while, nothing seemed to stand still, not even the time. So they were flying back from Chicago when Janie said... Oh, having a wonderful time, Dick. 
Are you having a wonderful time? <laughs> Best time I ever had in my life, Janie. And then I'll tell you a cute riddle. Now, you say to me, you say, Jeannie, will you marry me? Why? You just go ahead. You say it. That's the riddle. Go ahead. All right. Janie, will you marry me? You bet your life I will. <laughs> say, that, that didn't sound like a riddle. Well, it wasn't. I just tricked you. It's not fair. You, you can have your promise back. I cheated. <laughs> you know, Janie, I, I don't think I want my promise back. You don't? No. Will you marry me, Janie? Oh, say I will. Me? Look at me. Look at me. Uh, well, that's what I intend to do, darling, for the rest of my life. <laughs> And uh, what do you know? When they got home, there on the front steps sat Tom and Harry. Hey, look. What? Here they come. What do you two mean by coming here and creating a scene? Who is this guy, Janie? Tom, meet Dick. Dick, meet Harry. Harry, meet Tom. Tom, meet Janie. Janie, meet the situation. <laughs> I'll get to you later, Janie. I want you to tell this grease monkey who you're engaged to. Dick. 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 W what about me? Well, I'm engaged to you, too. What? You mean you're engaged to both of us? I'm engaged to all three of you. What? Oh, you can't be. Why not? You uh, all ask me. <laughs> yes, uh, look, Janie, dear, I think maybe you'd better go on up to bed. Oh, but I we haven't... We can come back later when you're feeling better. Mm, would you? Sure. Yes, of course. Okay with me. Oh, fine. All of you come back this morning, and I'll make up my mind. You're all wonderful, all three of you. Thank you very much. Tom, Dick, or Harry? Tom, Dick, or Harry? You can't please everybody uh, How about that, Bob Williams? Well, I should say not, Harold Now, you take the poor fellow Who's just made a date For a big dinner dance But the little woman says I simply can't go out tonight I haven't a thing to wear Well, what's he gonna do In that predicament? Take the maid instead? Well, if he's wise He'll grab his lip Between his teeth and snarl Why be irritated? Light an old gold. Yes, sirree, you step out for real smoking enjoyment with an old gold cigarette. It gives you delightful extra flavor, plus special protection against cigarette dryness. You see, old gold's unique blend of many great tobaccos, including a touch of costly, fragrant Latakia tobacco, is especially conditioned with apple honey. This helps retain natural moisture, helps prevent cigarette dryness. So for a better, keener, zestier smoke, Light an old gold. So you know that's still a trick at times, for we're still in a fighting war. Consequently, old golds are short on quantity, but they're long on quality. The same marvelous quality they've always had, despite wartime conditions. Meanwhile, we're doing our best to assure your share of the old golds remaining for civilian enjoyment. 
So, if you must take substitute brands today, remember, your dealer may have old goals tomorrow. And now back to Harold Lloyd and the third act of tonight's old gold comedy theater presentation, Tom, Dick, and Harry, starring June Allison with Don DeFore, Bill Williams, and Reginald Gardner. All right, Mr. Lloyd. Yes, this is Harold Lloyd again to tell you that the boys came back, all three of them, Tom, Dick, and Harry. And they lined up at the foot of the stairs while Janie descended slowly. She was smiling sweetly as she went to Tom and said, Tom... You're a wonderful fellow. Any girl would be lucky to get you, but we're not right together. You ought to marry the boss's daughter. Harry, you're one of the most interesting fellows I ever met, and one of the nicest. But you're crazy. So I'm awfully glad to have met you. And Dick, we don't move in the same circles, but you're what I've been dreaming about all of my life. So if you still want me, I'll be very proud to be Mrs. Richard Hamilton, Jr. Janie, my darling. Well, I, I guess that's it. Looks like the best man won after all. Congratulations, Dick. Thanks, Tom. You mind if I kiss the bride? Well, certainly not. Thanks, Janie. <laughs> Goodbye, Tom. Congratulations, fella. I think she's making a big mistake. <laughs> Thanks, Harry. Uh, mind if I... Uh... Uh, no, no, no. Go right ahead. Okay, Janie. Gee, I forgot. Yeah. Well, what's the matter, dear? Did you hear anything? No. Why? Kiss me. Sure. Did you hear anything, Jenny? Uh-uh. <laughs> Try it again with me. Mm-hmm. Say, what the... Oh, Dick, I'm sorry, but I... Well, what goes on here? You don't ring bells. Come on, Jane. We can get married at the Justice of the Peace. All right, dear. I'm coming. Goodbye, Tom. Goodbye, Dick. Well, what in the world do you make out of that? It's very simple. We just don't ring bells. Closes the story of Tom, Dick, and Harry. Right now, to June Allison, Reginald Gardner, Don DeFore, and Bill Williams, our thanks for a splendid performance. And now, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, I want to say. Say, uh, pardon you a minute. Uh, I'm sorry why I'm late. Late? Yes. Uh, who are you? Park your carcass. <laughs> Park your carcass. What are you doing here? Well, doesn't this be the old gold program? Yeah, this is the old gold program. Well, I'm supposed to broadcast here. Where's everybody? <laughs> everybody? Yeah, you know, Oppie Cates and his orchestra, David Street, Betty Rhodes, all the people are supposed to be on my new show. Where are they? <laughs> oh, but you don't start your new show, Meet Me at Parkies, until next Sunday, the 17th of June. Doesn't this be the 17th of June? <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the 10th of June. You're just a week early. That's what I get for using a 1918 calendar. <laughs> Why do you use a 1918 calendar? You should see the picture. <laughs> That's the most beautiful dog I've never seen in my whole life. 
You know something, Harold? I just in a kind of rushing up the stairs here. I got my niece and my uncle in trouble. You got your niece and uncle in trouble by yeah. rushing up the stairs? Yeah, I fell on my niece and sprained my uncle. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, the pain is terrible. It really is. Well, look, maybe we'd better get you a doctor. No, no, not me. I, I can just go over to the Turkish bath here where my brother works. You know, he could fix me up. He's a rub-down man there. Mm, I see. Your brother's a rub-down man in a Turkish bath. Yes, sir. Uh, what's his name? Slap your carcass. <laughs> look, I, I, I'm sorry if I made any trouble. I'll be back next Sunday. Oh, not at all, Parky. I'm glad you came over. You are? Yeah, you know, we're all waiting to hear you on your new show, Meet Me at Parky's, which starts at the same time as this show next Sunday with you, Opie Cates, Dave Street, and uh, Betty Rose. Say, you know, I'm sure it's going to be a great success. Well, thank you very much, Harold Lloyd. <laughs> and goodbye and good luck to you. Uh, so long, Parky, and good luck. <laughs> and now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Harold Lloyd saying goodbye for the summer. We've had a lot of fun on the Comedy Theater, and we hope that you have. And I want to thank each and everyone connected with the Old Gold Comedy Theater for their cooperation, which has made possible a most pleasant association. So, to you all... From us all, see you next fall. Now until next Sunday evening, don't let little annoyances get you down. Why be irritated? Light an old gold. Its tobaccos are conditioned with apple honey to help guard against cigarette dryness and to give you more smoking pleasure. Bob with...